Flags on the high seas were important, and mostly a way to recognize who was who on the seas before you actually got on board. One of the most famous flags was that of Blackbeard's. His flag featured a horned standing skeleton with a drink in one hand, raising his toast to death, and a spear in the other, aimed into a heart dripping with blood. Our Jack Rackham's, Anne Bonnie, and Mary Reed's flag, it was a bit simpler. It was a human skull with two cutlasses crossing underneath it, curling up around the skull. To me, I believe that the skull was representing Calico Jack and the two cutlasses belonging to Mary and Anne. Now just imagine on the high seas and you see a flag raised on a ship that's chasing you, and it's the flag of two cutlasses and a skull. The ship is much faster than you, and most likely more well-armed. When they boarded, you were more than likely, if you are a woman, either turned into a sex slave, then killed, or immediately killed. If you were a man, you were pressed into servitude on the pirate ship, or auctioned off on the highest bidder, nearby local pirate dens. You were doomed. I didn't see you there. Something big is going on here. From hunting ghosts to Bigfoot. Paranormal, UFOs, true crime, and more. We won't just be spouting articles. I was researching for your entertainment. Beginning of a new world. The best guac you'll ever fucking eat. True story. It's basically like one day you walk outside and you see that the ants are playing with matches. This, this is, is the Black Cat Report. See you on the other side. Welcome to the Black Cat Report and episode 59. And Bonnie and Mary Reed, part two. I'm Betsabe, your host, and with me is Gil. Hello, hello. And Joey. Hello. At the moment, we now have Anne and Mary on the same ship. Anne is in love with the pirate Captain Jack Bratton, or as we know him, Calico Jack, the well-dressed pirate, unlike our friend Steve Bonnet, who was the gentleman pirate. So it's here we will talk about some of the pirate code that was built by pirates and described by Charles Johnson in his book, A General History of Pirates Book. We're going to delve into this because it's necessary to know the rules of the sea in between pirates so we can understand the significance of these two female pirates. Also, because it's pretty damn cool that a group of almost lawless people can come together and set up an awesome pirate code that, well, honestly, predates a lot of the democracies we know today. Real quick, though, I did want to say, to like throw in here, um, excellent, excellent, excellent book called Anarchy Works by Peter Gelderloos. You can find it online for free. It's actually really short. Um, it's an anthropological like breakdown of different governmental systems throughout history and throughout different like cultures basically before europeans came in and killed <laughs> folks and then gave one person guns or gave one person weapons or like you're king now um mm -hmm. so it was like hey you know what were people doing before we went around the world and tried to recreate like you know kingdoms and hierarchies um but one of the things that he references uh which actually doesn't fit with what i just said but it's still an important part here is um anarchism working as a political ideology, and that's different than anarchy, um, but anarchism as a political ideology, working and developing um, in pirate ships specifically. And he goes into like fucking like fascinating detail about like how um, essentially like even though they're out like slaughtering people and like stealing people's shit, they were still super super progressive kind of like how some people think the united states is super progressive while we're out slaughtering people and killing people shit anyways um <laughs> it's about saying. the ideology uh, yeah but but internally though that counts yeah <laughs> but but even in practice though like the way that they um that they organized their shit and that they ran things um was fascinating it was so 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 progressive for its time like i'm talking like mm -hmm. five six seven hundred years like into the future <laughs> um yeah. progressive for its time where it's like it was normal for folks who basically had like brown skin to be like ordering people around that were on a ship where it was like filled with like white english folks mm -hmm. that was completely normal and it was just based off of merit and it was based off of respect and this is also how you end up with the situation where we have um two ladies coming in as pirates because it was just based off of like, yo, who's going to get us that loot? Who's going to make the good decisions? Who's going to make the call when the time is right? And it surpassed 
you know, the 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 bias and the bigotry mm-hmm. that was so common at the time. They were like, I don't give a fuck if she's a woman, she gets me paid. Yeah. <laughs> like, and yep. I'm gonna have her fucking back. And like, I don't know, shit's fucking fascinating. Sorry, side tangent there, but seriously, it's an excellent book oh, and yeah. it's full of a lot of really great little like stories, and you'll learn a lot of fun history facts. Thank okay, you I'll for sharing that, that Gil. <laughs> And to be fair, the UN banner should just say that it's the thought that counts. Yeah, it's the <laughs> that should be that the new counts. UN banners. <laughs> You're welcome. Steed Bonnet's flag. It's the thought that oh shit, I'm bad at math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Pico. No, thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Gil. Yeah. I have some quotes pulled up if you want. I'm just oh kidding. yeah. I'm just kidding. We can I'm go into kidding. the we can go into the pirate codes first. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. First rule in the pirate code. Every man has a vote in the affairs of moment, has equal title to the fresh provisions or strong liquors Hell at yeah. any time seized, and may use them at pleasure, unless a scarcity makes it necessary for the good of all to vote a retrenchment. Aye, Captain. We're getting close to out of spirits. <sighs> Washbuckles, hey. Hey, my man. You know, you know why you're my first mate? You know? Because of that time in Cabo with the jet ski. Ah, uh, yeah. What? What? Huh? Nothing. Nothing. Um, so, so I was thinking. I was thinking, I, I was up late last night, I was swimming around, and now there's you nowhere are. to swim, and yeah. uh, I was thinking a vote for retrenchment. Uh, what? Retrenchment. Uh, for, uh, for, you know, the thing where we vote on the thing. Yeah, retrenchment. Shit. Retrenchment, yeah. Looking at me like that. Mm. But I didn't drink it. Oh, and that's not why we're out of liquor right now. But, um, anyways, so so I was thinking about the vote for retrenchment. So as the boys yeah. don't know what they don't know, you know? What? 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 Huh? Anyways, uh, I think it's time we rename the ship. We should we should name it something cool though this time. Like, don't I, say I hate, revenge. Don't say revenge. I, I don't say revenge. That it was already named when I got here, and it's just kind of like stepping in as like uh, a little manager yeah. when like there's already a crew and they already yeah. know each other and they don't invite me out bowling on weekends. And I was thinking the pixie savage. Uh. Okay, 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 okay. That, that that wasn't even my first bet. I was just warming up. I was just warming up. I was getting you ready for the real one. I was thinking the frightened fairies. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, ooh, I got it. I got it. The revenge. No, That's no, no. what it'll be. Revenge for whatever ghost took our booze last night around 3 a.m. Well... Anyways, second rule is every man to be called fairly in turn by list on board of prices because they were on these occasions allowed a shift of clothes. But if they degraded the company of the value of a dollar in play, jewels or money, marooning was their punishment. If the robbery was only betwixt one another, they contented themselves with splitting the ears and nose of him that was guilty and set him on shore. Not in an uninhabited place, but somewhere where he was sure to encounter hardships. You know, they call me Calico Jack, but to be quite fucking honest, I'm colorblind. I'm fucking colorblind. Like, why do you think it took me so long to make that goddamn flag? Okay, everybody's making fun of the flag. They're saying it's in black and white. I'm fucking colorblind. You know, I didn't know that the last the last ship, the last haul that we caught was a goddamn clown ship. So now they're calling me Calico Jack. But anyways, it's uh, yeah, I'm, I might not be able to see colors, but it's a damn good thing the crew can't read. Uh, the revenge! Third rule is... No person to game cards or dice for money. Fourth rule. The lights and candles to be put out at 8 o'clock at night. If any of the crew 
After that hour still remained inclined for drinking, they were to do it on the open deck. Yar, boys, get out the grog. It's time to head to the deck. Let's get drunk and look at the stars. I keep trying to tell Maybe. him that sleep is important. Fifth rule is to keep their piece, pistols, and cutlass clean at, and fit for service. Mm -hmm. This one makes sense, right? Got to always be ready for battle to get your booty. Mm -hmm. Sixth rule is to desert the ship or their quarters in battle. Was punished with the death or marooning. Well, to the death, boys. Or if you don't, I'll kill you. Or, well, I guess I'll pay you, but just be, you'll just be dead to me. But I, I won't invite you to the tea party. That's what I'm trying to say. Seven rule is no striking one another on board, but every man's quarrels to be ended on shore with sword and pistol. Hell yeah. Eighth rule is no men to talk of breaking up their way of living till each other has shared 1,000 pounds. If in order to do this, any man should lose a limb or become a cripple in their service. He was to have $800 out of the public stock and for lesser hurts, proportionately real quick on that that was a huge thing and that eventually transferred into what um god this doesn't help the the pro-union movement but that eventually <laughs> transferred into like unions like workers mm -hmm. unions where people would get compensation for like getting injured on the job and it was seen as like a collective responsibility in the workforce like if you were a coal miner and you know one of your comrades or whatever got injured then like you automatically got pay you got like a pension you got you got a cut like a disability cut um or like you know if you died then like your family would but yeah, that shit's fucking cool dude i mean i know you said that like it, it wouldn't help pro unions but i think honestly if they weren't named unions but pirates mm. <laughs> more people would join the actual unions <laughs> there would be unions <laughs> everywhere <laughs> Yeah, like nobody would complain about dues. They'd be like, I mean, I have to pay them. They're fucking pirates. Yeah, they will kill me. <laughs> they will fucking kill me. Aye, Captain. One of our crew lost all his limbs. Aye, which one? Was it limbless Joe again? No, it was Jumping Jack, sad to say. God damn it, he could jump so high. Yar, he was one of the best basketball players we had. <sighs> How are we going to beat the Globetrotters now? Okay, well, the ninth rule is the captain and the quartermaster to receive two shares of a prize. The master, both Swain and Gunner, one share and a half, and other officers, one and quarter. What the hell does that mean? That means the percentage of the share. That's all that that means? Mm-hmm. What the... Goddamn... Tenth rule is the musicians to have rest on the, on the Sabbath. Day, but the other six days and nights, none without special favor. Whoa, Damn. watch out, musicians. <laughs> yeah, right? Sir, it's the Sabbath day. The band is taking a rest. You are correct. It is the Sabbath day. I am Iron Man. Sir, it's their rest day. They they don't play today. No, no, it's 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 Black Sabbath Day. Why? Why did I put on all black and bite the head off a bat? Why? God, who put this on my calendar? I really don't know, Captain. I really, really, really don't know. Revenge! Oh, my God. <laughs> well, the last rule and the most pertinent rule for Anne and Mary is no boy or woman to be allowed amongst them. If any men were to be found seducing any of the later sex and carry her to sea, disguised he was to suffer death. This is interesting to say because at this moment, neither Mary nor Anne were disguised, but they were put on board by Captain Rackman, which I suppose a lot of the times the captain can bend the rules. Well, at least a little bit. And since he was a good captain, he wouldn't be meet me. One of the folk tales that was told is that women were bad luck in ships, kind of like blackheads. Well, mm -hmm. this was started by a legend 
in the Roman times of sirens luring Roman men and ships to their doom. Mm. This slowly over time grew into the legend that women were bad luck. Well, this couldn't be further from the truth, as most women were diligent workers and, as the author states, provided a motherly touch to the ship. How absolutely progressive. Although I will say, (laughs) like, um, the author's words. (laughs) I know, I know. I will say that, like, like looking back on like queer history, um, being a sailor has always been like the go to career for folks that want to be more out with like being queer, being gay. Like, it just, Mm -hmm. it always has been. It straight up always has been. And I can't look at this and just be like, like even the legend of like sirens was like, oh my God, it's a lady. She's trying to get us over there. Run. Like, it's just <laughs> like, no, Jeff, don't do it. <laughs> like, but she's really cute. And she said she could save me money on my car. Jeff, don't do it. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. like, like naval work has always, always, always been a part of queer history. Like it always mm. has been. And this kind of fits, especially like, back in the Roman times or even like in the Greek times. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And and I will say there is the technicality for Calico. Um, Mary and Anne weren't disguised. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. literally just walked up as themselves. So it's like, yar, we can't do anything. They're not wearing a fake mustache. You know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. They're That's just like, why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah. <laughs> yep. The ladies are here. We're supposed to act straight again. God damn it. <laughs> well, let's get back to the story. Anne and Mary are on Jack Bracken's ship. They are both pirates. At the moment, there's some back and forth between whether Anne and Mary were in a relationship or not. But what is known is that they were very, very, very good friends. <laughs> With the governor on their tail, they decided to head to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I hope that there's really cute old-timey photos of them with their hair braided. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Like, like everybody who grew up in the 90s and went to the Caribbean at some point had done, but Me. now is afraid to have published on the internet. <laughs> I had them... Every time I went to a beach, it was great. Haha, fuck There's you, internet. No shame. Yeah. My family was too poor to go to the Caribbean, so I don't have those photos. I mean, this was in Mexico, so. My yeah. family was too poor to go to Mexico, mm. so I don't have those photos. The only place we went was Canada, which back when I was a kid, you could. I, I'm pretty sure I was like the 10th richest person in Canada when I went. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Money was nothing back then. God. <laughs> good old days mm-hmm. back when a canook was a canook and maple syrup flowed free yeah. anyways <laughs> anyways <laughs> well going to jamaica was a good choice as it was rich in sugar and a haven for pirates as you can see in parts of the caribbean they had a mm-hmm. lot of fun there during this time Patrols were ramped up due to increased piracy and also the growing government being set up in the area. Mm-hmm. Bracken had a small and fast ship, which we know from our steep bonnet series was the Sloop. The Sloop. Sloop, sloop baby, Sloop, baby. <laughs> they set out for the northern harbors of Jamaica and robbed a few small ships. They didn't get much, and the crew started getting a little fidgety. Mary stepped up to the plate and advised Ragnar that it was time to lie low for a bit until a few bigger ships came by with better treasure. Well, strategy worked, they lied low and would hide in the boat until fishing ships would get closer, and then before they knew it, they would pop up and then raid and attack. That's, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great idea. She's using her military skills that she learned while she was in England and in uh, Belgium, I think. In it? Yep, Netherlands. A lot of the fishing ships and non-warships did not have enough weapons or soldiers to repel the invaders. Most of the time, they would surrender without a shot fire, which was the preference of the pirates. 
Mary used her yes, you said Mary mm -hmm. used her military training with the British during the Grand Alliance War and the War of Spanish Succession to her advantage. She was usually the one leading the charge on boarding the other ships and was fierce in battle. At this time, Anne was not yet trained, so Mary decided she wanted to train Anne in battle. One of their biggest weapons, says the author, is their cross-dressing. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> what, is he a fucking pundit for, like... 2023 Fox News, like drag queens <laughs> are the biggest threat to society. Don't look at climate change. Don't look at the nuclear arms race. Don't look at them <laughs> like drag queens reading children's <laughs> books under complete supervision with 27 cameras. They're trying to turn your kids. Yeah. But there's nothing weird. wrong with being gay, but they're trying <laughs> to turn them gay, so you should be afraid. <laughs> During the normal days, they will wear what is traditionally women's clothes. And on battle days, they will wear what is traditionally men clothes with one caveat. They would, and I quote from the author, terrify their enemies with their breasts. <laughs> wow, titties. This Pretty is much what they were just like titties and earlier. guns. This is exactly <laughs> what I was saying earlier. It's always <laughs> been a safe haven for queer folks. And they're just like, Titties, and they're like, no, no. <laughs> I'm blind, Steve. I'm blind. I'm blind, Steve. 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 Oh my God! It should be is intro to circles. that titty song. Titties. Titties. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Titties. <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about. It's uh, a it's, song. It's a song. Yeah. I, it's a titty song, I know. I just top ten on the Billboard Hot 100. Is it really? <laughs> no, I don't know if it was. I was just oh. making that up. That probably could have been. I don't know. Hold on, can we pause yeah. the show? I'm looking up a titty song. Oh God, <laughs> why did I go to Google Images? Oh my God. Uh, it's <laughs> like it did it auto correct it to titties thongs. I'm gonna need about five to ten <laughs> seconds. You guys, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's hilarious. And we're back. Well, this crew was very sneaky in how they did things. Unlike Blackbeard, using his might, Bracken didn't have the fleet of ships, so they will have to be sneaky in how they took ships. They <laughs> sailed into Española and befriended a few French fishermen. They traded with them and then invited them onto their boat for drinks and dinner. Well, they then overpowered the fishermen and forced them into their crew and took their supplies. So they basically took their supplies back. Now it was time to head back out onto the ocean. They did some pirate shit. Yeah. Yeah, literally just to do pirate, pirate shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. In a cool way. Say, I'm like, I'm like, that's that wasn't. A, I feel like that was like a more complicated. And this is this was on the author, I'm sure. But like that was like a more complicated breakdown of like then they did this and they took this from these people and it's like. They they were pirates. That's what they did all day, isn't it? Yeah, but it's look a, at my titties. Yeah, <laughs> but it's cool that it, <laughs> it, it's cool that they like instead of just like getting on their ship, taking their stuff, and just being like, "All right, cool, come on there." They basically were like, "Oh no, let's go get drunk and and eat together." And then instead of yeah, so like instead of just taking all their stuff and just being like, "Whatever, it's fine," they like went on their ship and met them. Ate with them, got drunk with them, and then we're like, Damn. now it's time to take your stuff that we just traded Damn. for because we traded you stuff. And then they just I'm not gonna they just took their supplies back. I'm not gonna lie, I snuck in earlier and stole a piece of pie off the windowsill of the ship and when I <laughs> tasted it, I realized that it was beyond currency. It was beyond wealth and I just didn't feel right coming in here and taking your shit knowing that that pie was there. I would need to eat some, and so I had to come in and take even more from you. I had to take your trust. Wow. So as I could take some pie, and now that the pie is gone, give me your shit! Yeah, literally. All of it. Damn, that's cold. If I was a pirate, I would just steal food. I learned this one from the pilgrims when on the first Thanksgiving. <laughs> right afterwards, they murdered them. <laughs> All right. Well, they headed back to Aruba, Jamaica, 
Back in Jamaica. They, they headed back to Jamaica. At this time, Anne's fighting was equal to that of Mary now. Word started spreading around of Rackham and two female pirates, which I do believe that Anne and Mary's start was starting to burn brighter than Rackham's right now. Well, now we will bring back into the story our old cuckolded husband, James Bonney. James was given a ship and a mark to go after Anne and Mary. Well, it didn't last long as James, chasing a pirate ship, was hit by a storm and his ship sank and everyone on board died. <laughs> He's wow. worse than Steve Vaudit. No. <laughs> but he was just average. Yeah, I know. He was average until this moment. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> t- to be fair, he couldn't help that he got hit by a storm because they happen all the time in the Bahamas yeah. and that, you know, that area. I think he just kind of got unlucky. But he wasn't even chasing their pirate ship. He was chasing Charles Vane. He he was chasing another one. So he didn't know it was not he didn't know it was not Jack Rackham's ship, but mm-hmm. he you know, earlier we talked about that James Bonney took up pretty much became like the other side of Anne, of Anne because he was like, I'm going to start chasing after pirate ships. And she's like, I'm going to go be on a pirate ship. And so <laughs> he uh, he just kind of, you know, became the other side of it. And, you know, they kind of had, you know, they parted ways along the way, obviously, because but as we find out, I mean, they were both still married. Mm they never really got rid of their married, you know, so it was very. So now they're really married. I mean, now, now, now they're, they're really they're not divorced. married anymore because he's dead. <laughs> yeah. I, so now I she's do... a widow. Yep. Hell yeah. Makes her look cooler. Mm-hmm. Damn, she did get cooler. I'm sure she got like a little bit of like gray hair, but like just in a streak in the front. You know what I'm saying? Like next to yeah. her widow's peak. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, like, I will say the only way he could go full steed bonnet, right, if he's going to go full steed bonnet, is if he got caught in a storm and a ship sank as it was, like, stuck on land. Then that would have been a steed bonnet move. He's like, we're sinking, Captain. How? We're stuck on a sandbar. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) It's 15 people have already died. And your favorite goat. No. (laughs) And then he survives. And he's the only survivor. (laughs) That would have been a steed bonnet. Just getting caught in a storm. Hey, that happens to the best of them, you know? Yeah, I, I guess know. we can call that you've been steeded. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Funny. I steed. love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, steed. Oh, steed. I miss you. Mary and Anne both created a strategy, basically to surprise merchant ships. They jumped on board with flowing hair and shirts open. Hell Titties. yeah. Titties. Titties everywhere. This plan they took on the tits. vision of sirens and the merchants pretty much immediately surrender. I wonder <laughs> why. Does that mean they started singing? I, like sirens are supposed to have the siren song. They're supposed to like lure folks into the rocks and have them crash. And then if you get into the real dark stories and they eat them because mermaids used to be really fucking evil. back in the Yeah, they used to be. I don't yeah. think they sang. I think they just yelled things and like pretty much titties, overwhelmed them. Titties, yeah. titties. Yeah. yeah. You know I can't stand concentric circles. No. <laughs> and they were always the first ones on board too. So like that was the crazy thing is like not the other pirates wouldn't even have to go on board. They pretty much just went on board <laughs> and they were just like, we're, take it. We're good. Two ladies. You're good. Yeah. Four boobs. Yeah. <laughs> One fight. <laughs> Like, it's terrible to make this about, like, gender, but the fact that part of their, like, a key part of their strategy was just, like, getting drunk and flashing other ships, Mm -hmm. like, definitely fits in. Yeah. They were living their best life. It seems like they were taking a long vacation in Mardi Gras. They could have taken over entire countries if they would have, like, flashed their hoo-ha. Like, I'm just saying, if the beaver would have came out, oh, my God. No. D- yeah. Jamaica would be different. Cuba would be different. Like it would, everything would have been changed. In, At least they, the course of history would have been changed if they yeah. would have flashed yeah. their beaver. 
Well, if they were in the New England colonies at that old time, they probably would have been burned at the stake, but you know. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. like a time slight period. breeze would have revealed their ankle and like everything would have caught on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, this is so, this is too much. <laughs> Mary and Anne were both fierce in battle and a knowledgeable in strategy. Bracken, high on his horse after winning a few battles, was thinking he was untouchable. Well, the pride comes before the fall, right? Mm. As they were sailing around the island of Jamaica, they found a canoe with one woman in it. Her name was Dorothy Summers. Anne and Mary advised Ragman to leave her alone and just move on. After all, it was just one person and there was no reason for it. Ragman ignored Anne and Mary's advice and captured her and robbed her canoe. What a dick. I'm still right? tough. I can yeah. still do things. I'm still I'm, cool. Yeah. I'm a I'm pirate. Cool. I'm yeah. a pirate. Look at my chest. Look at my chest. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to do what they did. He jumped on board with his shirt yeah. open. And Dorothy was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You're going to want to put some coconut oil on that. Huh? that my nipples <laughs> are so chapped. How do you keep them out so much? <laughs> yeah, the salt water in the air really gets to it. Like, this is really hard. <laughs> He like slinks back to the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Anne and Mary then advise, well, we shouldn't allow her to leave and we should kill her. Bracken again ignore them and let her go. Mm-hmm. I think we they should give her get- money. I think I think we should give her a 401k. Um I, I pff, godmother. Godmother of my future children. That that's what I think we should do because I'm I'm captain. I still make decisions. Everyone listens to me. Calico Jack. <laughs> they then attacked another merchant ship not too long after called the Mary and Sarah. They took hostage Captain Dylan, the captain of the ship. Rackham, Anne, and Mary now had command of three ships. Dang. They were building their fleet. At this time, Rackham decided it was time to chase and take any ship that came within range. This was one. his undoing. Another one. governor named Sir Nicholas Laws put on a bounty on Rackham and, and Mary. <laughs> Hold on. His name, his name his is name Nicholas was, Laws. His yep. last name is literally Laws. He was born to be a governor God or a judge. Yeah. Sir was actually technically his first name. Eventually, he'd be known as Sir Sir Nicholas Laws. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Just like Captain Dylan, his first name was Captain. Damn, I feel like he was just <laughs> born onto a pile of manila envelopes. Like that yeah. guy had to have been a fucking riot at parties. Holy shit. With uh, <laughs> with one of those old white wigs on. He was born with that as he came out of his mom. <laughs> as hey, he what? That's no, hilarious. this is natural. And a little gavel. Ding, ding. He hired a former pirate named Jean Bondovi. Bondove. <laughs> Jean Bonjovi. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> he hired it's, John Bonjovi. <laughs> 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 it's it's salt water's it's, tightening my pants. I just damn it. Because <laughs> I'm a pirate on a wooden ship I ride, and I'm wanted, wanted. Uh, we're halfway there. <laughs> God, Captain won't stop singing this song. <laughs> we're not halfway there. It's my life, and it's it's the worst fucking ship to be on. Oh my god, the John Bon Jovi Jovi ship. What the fuck? And you know it would would be named. It would be named the John Bon Jovi. Too. Oh my god. god. I'm a cowboy on steel horse ride. Wanna get it over life? It's. It's Jean Bondeve. Jean Bondeve. Yep. Okay. French. He hired a former pirate named Jean Bondeve. Bondeve knew places that they would use, and he caught up with them on the coast of Jamaica. Rackham chased Bondeve off due to Bondeve not being ready for battle. It didn't make any sense because he literally saw them and was like, cool, I'm going in there. And, it, and Rackham was like, 
fucking fire at him. And so they literally <laughs> just started firing at him because Rackham was like, I don't know this guy. And so they just <laughs> shot him and shot at him. And Bonneville was like, oh, no, he pulled a steed bonnet. He just wasn't ready and was like, oh, God, now we got to go. And so he just ran from the battle and they're all just like, OK, that was easy. <laughs> Goodbye to you. This is the story of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bonneville retreated back to Jamaica and then ran into another pirate hunter named Captain Jonathan Barnett. He was pretty famous at the time for hunting down pirate ships. He studied and used spies to find out where pirates were hiding out. So Captain Barnett decided he wanted to go after Rackham almost immediately. After a few weeks, he found out through his spies that Rackham, Anne and Mary were in Negril's Bay off the coast in Jamaica. Barnett and Bond Bay sailed to meet them. It was at this time that Ragnar and crew were pretty much drunk of celebrating their most recent win and almost setting out in the open, ripe for attack. With most of the crew drunk and Ragnar himself unable to stand, Anne and Mary stood watch. They had sixth sense, or rather they were intelligent and knew there were pirate hunters out for them, and they were sitting ducks. Did y'all not notice all of the posters in town? <laughs> like, like all yeah. of the, they have our full legal names. They have like half of our biographies written down, uh, <laughs> descriptions of our locations. And God damn yeah. it, Rackman. Every fucking time we stop at a port, you just have to leave the map, don't you? Well, what happens of where we're if, going. What happens if something bad happens? What happens <laughs> if something bad happens? Know where we are. God damn it. <laughs> Barnett and Bonfay waited until nightfall, smartly thinking the pirates were wasted and wouldn't be able to fight back. Two hours after nightfall, they moved into position. It's gonna be a shit With most of the pirates drunk, it was left up to Mary, Anne, and Rackham. Once the first cannonball hit the ship, Rackham froze and lost his resolve. Mary and Anne took control after Rackham told the pirates to go high under the deck. As the sailors were running into the hole, Mary yelled at them. If there's a man among you, you'll come up and fight like the men you are to be. Yeah. Mary and Anne literally fought two sets of ship soldiers for about 10 to 15 minutes and eventually were captured. Oh, no. The whole crew was then quickly taken to Port Royal, Jamaica. Your titties yeah, are at powerless at night. We can <laughs> yeah. fight, boys. We can win. <laughs> Yeah, they can't see them. <laughs> no, it was just funny because like they're literally the only ones like fighting, and <laughs> they're like sitting there like, "Come on, you assholes! Like, come help us!" And Rackham's <laughs> like, "No, boys, stay down low, stay down low." And then they're like the last person that ran down there. Like Anne took her gun out and shot at him as they were trying to go down the stairs because she was like, "What are you guys doing? Like, we're all going to either die or get captured, or also get captured and then die. So like, they're we just, need to try to fight." They're all down there putting on handcuffs. Like, Mm-mm, we're going to tell him you took us prisoner. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. must this must be the the kind of like motherly touch, like the motherly warmth that the yes. author was talking about, mm-hmm. where it's just like. Because honestly, that might be the most accurate description of like a mom that I can imagine, which is like at any fucking moment, it might get hardcore fucking brutal and scare the fuck out of everybody. Mm-hmm. And just like me as a child, I ran to the low deck. You know, I went and hid. But yeah. But next week on my therapy, I wanted to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny too, is that like they literally. They were sitting there and yeah, they knew they were in a bad spot too. But one of the reasons they were patrolling and making sure is because they had just released that woman. They had just released Dorothy Thomas and were like, like, well, what if she like literally rose to a a place, tells them that we're out here stealing stuff and we're pirates and then people come get us. They also knew that they had wanted posters everywhere and they were just thinking outside the box and Rackham was like, oh, no one's going to get us. And then... Yeah. It's because it's because nobody was looking for Rackham. And yeah, no one cared about him. Nobody gave a fuck about him. They actually had posters up where they're like, apparently they stole this man. And he was <laughs> just like oblivious, like Ugh. Yeah, and they fought hard too, like ten or fifteen minutes with like two That's fucking insane. Yeah, two or two shipfuls of people attacking them. So like it, they have one like they had three ships at this time, but they were on this one ship getting drunk. And, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, so there was nothing really there 
to protect them. They couldn't yeah. run. They were stuck. And they're just like fighting to the death. And, you know, they're also like I will say too, like the the people, the pirate hunters are not trying to kill them. Obviously, yeah. they're trying to take them prisoner because they get the reward, a bigger reward that way. So like they're not mm. obviously it, it will take longer to like if they're like literally killing the, you know, Anne and Mary are trying to kill everyone and people are not trying to kill them. It yeah. might take a little bit more time, but still they fought hard. Dude, that I got out of breath today, like carrying my empty like trash can up from the street and my mail at the same time. I could not imagine going with like you know sabers and like musket handguns mm. and like chap titties like i could not <laughs> imagine this i think they lost because they didn't have their shirts open that was the they got surprised damn it why was it laundry day why didn't i wear my button up well now all of them have been captured and it was time for the trial Anne and mary were both pissed i mean who wouldn't be they were on the sea for only two months or so and both and both were around 23 to 25 years old. They were in shackles again and had lost their freedom. Ratton lost his nerve and Anne and Mary were captured because of it. Yeah. Stupid Ratton. Literally screwed them over. And they were just like, we have only been on the sea for two months. That is insane. Yeah. And they were so like young. Two month stint. But also it's probably like Rackham like, yeah. Who's the cook now? Who's fucking who now? Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, kind of not, <laughs> but we'll see. The prisoners were being held in Middlesex Prison, which was the only jail in Jamaica. On the 16th of November, all of the crew and Jack Rackham were set to go to court. The judges of the court were captains of the Royal Navy and also the men who had originally put out the bounty for Rackham, Anne and Mary, Sir Nicholas Laws. <laughs> so basically, they all had no chance to get out of this. And unfortunately for them, they couldn't put on dresses like our friend Steve Bonnet and escape. Do you guys remember that he did that too? <laughs> no. Yeah. His escape plan to get out of the jail first was him and two other people put on dresses and ran through the streets. It was like right before and he escaped for like two weeks, I think. And then they finally caught him because his... Uh, because he sent a, a mail to the like a, a note to the ship that was trying to pick them up and they got caught his like his uh, mailman got caught by them yeah, and they I found remember. him because he literally had the map to them and he fucking signed it yeah and he signed it <laughs> well. like um yo sincerely bob aka tiny voice in brackets don't tell anybody, but this is my exact location. I just invented longitude and latitude. You can read it in my ebook over here. Here's the exact coordinates when you get there. Also, it's by the old cherry tree. Well, unluckily for them, they were found guilty because they literally had no witnesses that helped them. Their verdict was, you will go back from whence you came, which, as we know, means they will get hanged until death. They were hanged two days after the trial, but before that, Rackham went to Anne's cell to try and apologize for his cowardice. The only thing that Anne told him was, I am sorry to see you here, but if you fought like a man, you wouldn't be hanged like a dog. Boom! Wait, did they also just call men dogs? No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> I guess so. She just meant she wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be hanged. Like I don't know. I guess they hung dogs in those days, which is completely horrible. What? But I don't know. But she was basically just saying, like, you are awful. If you had fought and done as I told you to do, we would have gotten out of this. But, well, but you mean the guy who like literally was too drunk to realize that there were ships closing in on them? Yes. The guy who left maps repeatedly at every tavern he went to. The guy yes. who dressed in every color under the fucking rainbow. Yes. The guy whose name was Calico. Yes. Well, that makes well, a good point. 
Yeah. On an interesting note, they actually, uh, you know that shoe store? I think it's called like Rack Shoes or whatever. That was actually named after him. Uh, um, huh. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. I- um, also, they renamed the area where he was hung Rackham's Key because he was also a pretty famous pirate in that area and they finally found him. But in another interesting note, mm-hmm. pirates' nooses were actually shorter than normal nooses. So, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. They they didn't want their neck to break, which was the normal noose. They wanted people to pretty much die quicker. They didn't want their neck to break. They just wanted them to dangle there until they strangled to death. And sometimes that would last up to an hour. And I think we had talked about that in the last one, too, is that they just, like, would sit there for an hour just, like, legs shaking and like sometimes people would come up to their legs and like hang on them so they died quicker wow damn yeah that makes sense but Mm -hmm. i i will also say like bad on them for not realizing that like pirates are the most wily bunch in history like you know like pirates are notorious for getting away Mm -hmm. and it's just like we're going to make the execution as long as fucking possible and make sure that it gets so boring the entire town leaves and goes drinks and we have a fun night and we get all raucous at where they go in the morning. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they just they want it to last a while. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like nowadays they put really big commercial uh, breaks in the show and then they really want it to like draw out the um i guess draw out the show so it lasts longer that way they can make money and uh insert commercial break here ah, i'm just kidding <laughs> that ad <laughs> that man those people that want you to do things and buy things i tell you what i'm convinced how about you joey i am convinced okay anyways <laughs> Well, 10 days later, on the 28th of November, it was time for Mary and Anne's trial. After their crimes were read to them, they both pleaded not guilty. Of course. The first witness that came forward was Dorothy Thomas. The same Dorothy Thomas that Anne and Mary wanted to either leave alone or kill to make sure she couldn't be a witness later. Fuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rackman's like, told you we should have made her the godmother. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're like literally looking at her, just like thinking about Rackham because he's already dead. And they're just yeah. like, come on, you know? Yeah. Oh, fuck, we can never let him know. Either. Well, Dorothy described Mary and Anne as two women who wore men's jackets and long trousers and handkerchiefs tied about their heads. And each of them had a machete and pistols in their hands. And cursed and swore at the men to murder the deponent. And they should kill her to come against them. Yeah, they basically just wanted to murder her because they're just like, please don't let her become a witness against us. Yep. Yep. Basically, (laughs) this was the smoking gun that the court needed. I mean, not like they needed a lot of evidence against them. This just really set the tide. (laughs) Dylan, who was originally captured by the pirates, described Anne and Mary as actual leaders of the pirate ship and not just unwilling participants. We were all, like, super scared. (laughs) He told the court that Mary and Anne both were handing out gunpowder to the crew and directing them where to shoot. Thus showing that they were leaders, the judge asked Anne and Mary if they had any witnesses, and they announced they did not. Because, well, all of their friends were in jail. And any others that might come to their aid were, well, dead. They did not cross-examine the other witnesses. Before they handed out the verdict, one of the judges asked Mary, Why did you venture into piracy, knowing that the punishment is death? Mary replied, As to hanging, it is no hardship, for if... Not for that very cowardly fellow would turn pirate and so infest the seas, so that men of courage must starve. That if it was put to the choice of the pirates, they would not have the punishment less than death. What wow. she means very is poetic. Just, yeah, she said in a very West poetic side. way. Yeah, what she means is just basically like the pirate punishments should be very high. Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't high, literally everyone would be pirates. She basically yeah. said thug life. 
Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm cool to Basically, die. No yeah. biggie. No biggie. Yeah. And within a few minutes after that, they were pronounced guilty. And they were deemed to be hung until they were dead. It's interesting to note here that in trial at this time, 50% of men were acquitted during trial and about 75% of women were acquitted. Mm-hmm. So that means that the judicial system has gotten more strict? Right? Huh. Yeah, it's just the huh. we'll, we'll read we'll read a little further, but huh. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> that just means that it used to be more more strict, more more punishy back in the day. Mm-hmm. Another interesting note is that this time they were both married and could feasible have been found not guilty because they were under the direction of their husbands. But a distinction here is that both Mary and Anne's husband were tried and murdered before their own trial. Well, Anne and Mary both had tricks up their sleeve. They waited until after they got their execution <laughs> decree. They announced they were both pregnant. <gasps> Boom. Boom. And they're both the mother fathers. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So what's what's horrible is like, you know, we 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 all know that at this time women were uh, like thought of as property. You know, mm. basically that they were property, and so the idea behind what they could have used was that they hus their husbands told them that they had to go into being a pirate because their husbands were also pirates. So oh. they they could have just said it wasn't on us. But what really helped them in this, or really hurt them, is that. Captain Thomas and and I think Dorothy Thomas both said that they were actually leaders on this ship. And that could have been like the little bit of um little bit of problem that, that would have been thrown if they said that their uh, husbands made them do it. Damn. I mean, I guess that makes sense because like you don't unless it's going really fast, like the cop doesn't like write a ticket for like the Ferrari that's speeding down the expressway. They right. read the ticket for the driver, and if they're treating women like complete and utter like property, then it's like, well, we're not going to issue the ticket to the woman. It's the guy's fault. It's the driver. Yeah. But like, they didn't know how wrecked Rackman was. I'm going to be yeah. honest. That is the best, most horrible description I have yeah. heard truthfully about what how to describe this, because it's horrible that they had to deal with that and that's the truth but yeah. that's the greatest description and metaphor of like what they dealt with and what the what they were looked on as uh by men in the courts yeah like they had to go really fast before they got confiscated exactly yeah. and they did <laughs> they literally did <laughs> this allowed them to have a stay of execution but often they wouldn't be executed at all they both were about four months pregnant which means that they got pregnant before they ever went on the high seat. Mm-hmm. Sadly, in April 1721, Mary fell ill. She did not receive any medical care and developed typhus. Typhus is basically an absence of nutrients. She died before her child was even born and was, bur- and was buried on April 28, 1721. Mm. And never had an execution date and never had a record of her death. Mm. There were several theories of what happened to her. The first theory was by Laura Silk Dumcombe, and that the pirate captain Robert snuck into her jail cell and rescued her. Then Roberts revealed she was actually a woman and said, we women have to stick together, don't we? Another theory I think is more believable is that her father forgave her and pleaded with the judges to release her into his custody. William Cormick took her back home and raised her son, who was named John. She then took another husband named Joseph Burley and had eight more children and died in 1782 at the age of 84. Damn. Mm -hmm. Well, well, there was another theory by a YouTuber. He put forth the theory that Anne Bonnie's execution was staged and she died in Jamaica on December 29, 1733. That makes sense. Living out the rest of her life there. Most of these. Sorry, but why? What do you mean, why? Like, why he he came up with a theory? 
Yeah, he, he came up with an incredibly specific theory. It's like, you know, like execution was stayed and then she died in Jamaica December 29th, 1733. Why? Why? He he did research, found uh records of a I think it was in uh, a it was a Mary um basically found her name in the mm. in the uh, record of like a burial thing, but most people aren't sure that that was actually her they just think that like he just thinks and he found that out of it and he just thinks it was her it sounds pretty feasible too i mean either those last two ones are feasible like her dad came in and rescued her and was like hey like you know knew that the trial was happening came in and and got her from jail because she was also pregnant he was like i i want to still have my line you know and because he didn't have any other kids so and his wife was dead so he was just literally (laughs) by himself so he wanted to save her but that's i i do still think the dad might have might have come back and and helped her promise not to try to set things on fire again um was this was this only like so so in total if you can go off the top of your head here whatever um how long had she been pirating down on shit you know at this Uh, point well, two months, remember? They were on the seas with Rackham for two, two months. months they were on the seas with Rackham for two months. But Anne... That's the pre, that's counting preseason, right? No, Anne, no that, there was actually more from that. Anne was six years on, on okay. the boat with James. Okay. About six years. That's what the author was saying. Oh, she was about true. on five to six years on the boat with James, getting okay. to Jamaica, or getting to Nassau. And then okay. Anne was around uh, going through... I think she was on the boat first, then she went to the land, went to war, got married, Damn. husband died, got on another boat, got taken by pirates, <laughs> went all the way down to the Nassau, and then they met there. So it was like this, they had this whole story before they died at about 23 Damn. to 25, which is crazy. Damn. That's fucking... Damn. Damn. See, like, yeah. the world was such yeah. a better place back when we still believed in, like, you know, vengeance and revenge. Revenge! Avenge me! Revenge! Literally, yeah. <laughs> like, like, nobody has that drive or that, like, la passion, you know? Like, nobody has it anymore to, like, go out and Thank you, that's what I've been saying. of vengeance. I know, I want someone to avenge me. We need more vengeance. Yeah. Thank you! Black Cat Report yeah. is in full support of taking out an incredibly one-sided, like, petty-ass revenge on all yes. enemies. Yeah. Yes. You should, though, I will say, if you're going to take revenge out on somebody, mm. you can send us an email anonymously with mm. what they did to you, even if they didn't do anything, mm-hmm. what you think they did to you, or maybe mm. even if they d- you don't even think they did anything. Just your revenge plot and yeah. how you're going to take it out. Please send it to contact at blackcat.report. And we might read some of them on the air eventually. And I feel like that we, should go to our other email, which is haters. True. Blackcat.report. I've had that set up since the first day. But I do want to say, even to add further onto what Joey just said, even if you just hate somebody so fucking much that you come up with a narrative about what you wish they would have done yes. to justify the hatred yes. you have from Please. Why are you seeking revenge? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm writing an email to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he's on that email. I'm not going to follow up with the titty pics comment that I was going to say now that you're saying that. <laughs> Continuing uh, on. <laughs> anyways. Hold on, we just got an email. <laughs> me, Some fucking okay, asshole keeps me. interrupting me while I'm <laughs> trying to read a script. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Please seek revenge. What a jerk. <laughs> most of these are sad endings for some of the most fierce pirates on the high seas. They sell with the famed Jack Rackham or Calico Jack. And mm. honestly, would he have been held in such high regards without them? Huh, no. that's a great question. <laughs> no, he would not. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't think so. I think they had a huge effect on how he was viewed and generally gave him the advice and the strategies he needed to gain the general fame that he reached. Mary and Anne both lived very short lives as they died between 23 and 25 years old, which is honestly sad for such awesome women. 
Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think that Mary could have hid so long in the British army without being found out, and then again on board the merchant ship she sailed on. Mm-hmm. It is amazing that they both bucked the trend of their gender norms in these times as well. They literally looked at where they were in life and said, screw that, and went another way. Mary and Anne did not set up trying to inspire women after them. They just wanted freedom to live another way, which is honestly a choice they should have had. They just wanted freedom and to not be trapped in a system that they held them only as one thing, property. So their journeys, they become more than just property. They became free. And that's it for our episode on Anne Bunny and Mary Reed, Pirate Badasses of the High Seas. for listening to the black cat report in episode 59 on Anne bonnie and mary reed part two we always love drinking the grog and sailing the high seas with these amazing women remember to like review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts as well as follow us on instagram we'll see you next week for more adventures into the paranormal